everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in SCP, The Serpent's Plan, Part 9. Today is August 18th, 2022, and you are loved. That is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash adventures to check up on all of our shows. All of the ones that we've done on this channel um, are available there. I don't know why my brain, like I do this intro like three times a week and my brain was just like, mm, I don't remember it. Thanks, brain. So, you can also check us anywhere audio casts are being made available for free under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to patreon.com slash adventures, you can uh, find us there under... <sighs> patreon.com slash adventures. That's where we do our after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. So do you have any questions for myself or any of these other fine folk? Feel free to ask us the, on our Discord. The link can be found in the Twitch chat to the side or in the description of this video or audio cast down below. Um, but let's say that you already support us on YouTube. You already support us on Patreon and Twitch and all of those other wonderful places. And you're trying to think to yourself, where can I go? To help support this fantastic show even more. Guess what, buddy? I got your back. Quite literally, in fact, because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, shower curtains, aprons, clocks, stickers, posters, and we also have face masks. That's right, we got face masks with the symbol of Tiamat upon them, designed by our very own Cyberwolf1201, who recently just had a birthday. So happy belated birthday, Connor! Happy birthday, Connor! Good, good boy. Go give at Cyberwolf1201 a, a, a follower alike wherever you can find them. But that is it for my opening spiel. So, hey, PB, who are you playing today? Hi, I'm playing Maggie, a Grease Monkey mechanic. And I am very excited to uh, fight the man today. Yeah! I am the indoor adventurer, he, him, and tonight I shall be playing Bucky Howard. We are the chauffeur's sidekick, and our body count is climbing. Yes. Ah, <laughs> I missed it again. Uh, Greybeard of Greybeard's Tavern, and tonight I'll be playing Clifton Kai, the Yogi Mystic. Hey everybody, I'm Wings, also known as Danae Keener, she, her. I'm going to be playing as Val today. Uh, she, they, who is a, uh, an explorer tribe member. God. Uh, and I am Media Flare. They're, they, them. I will be acting as your keeper or this version of a game master throughout this adventure. So before we get into the, oops, before we get into things, I'll pass it off to our video logger, uh, and then do a recap of the previous session because quite a lot has happened last session. SCP-3000 report. Now that SCP-6947 has been redesignated and separated from the entity, we went back to normal research. After a few days, another batch of civilians came out of the exit that has been guarded by the task force about seven golems this time had passed through to the first barricade, but were gunned down before any 
injuries were inflicted upon the security team. One particular person that escaped from this uh, escaped from 3008 uh, showed signs of possible uh, thamial abilities. So they have been cordoned off from the rest of the civilians and have been designated an SCP number to be declared later uh, and are being studied by the director of containment and the director of uh, facilities, Dr. Kirsten Meyer and Dr. Rose Sia Foster. It's been about four months at this point. There doesn't seem to be any signs of hostility from the anomaly. However, they do, they they have confirmed, shown thaumial abilities. What they can do and what their limits are is still to be determined and this is Trooper 43. I'm, I'm here to report that they made it past the first barricade. We have taken all VIP personnel to Section C, and we are waiting an evac. I say again, this is Unit 30. We have made it past the third barricade. They have made it past the first barricade, and we are moving. So anyway. Um, <laughs> last <laughs> The party suffered a loss. Um... Revna, unfortunately, recognized the bodies in the lake of SCP. I'm so bad at remembering the numbers, but it's fair because there's all oh, oh, about 7,000 of them now. 23, SCP-2316. Um, and unfortunately, Revna has rejoined the class of 76 for the first time. Um, and as the party was trying to recover from this tremendous loss, they were... Uh, chased down by many members of various task force in vehicles and had to go on the run for about a total of six months. They barely had time to process the loss of a friend. They had to continue running. They got some training in. And at the end of that, they got to meet. They, uh, <laughs> they were determining whether or not they would return to Site 11 in order to retrieve a hard drive because Maggie received an email or a message that contained a video of uh, some sort of artificial intelligence or some sort of uh, computer voice asking for help. Um, and there was a note indicating that SCP-343 or God uh, had left the message for them. At that same time, inside the facility, um, we were introduced to a new member of uh, a new member of the party to be determined, uh, Val, who has been contained in their own private, secluded cell. There's no amenities. They are treated like any other anomaly, um, so with great caution and usually armed weapons. Um, and they've been running tests on them. Uh, 343 came into their cell recently and gifted them a book written in a language that nobody could understand and promised them that someone known as the Wanderer would be able to teach them how to use it. Um, and a deck of cards that was requested by Val. Um, and they mentioned that there was something right outside their cell door that would help them um, and 
left the area. After a few minutes, um, a normal sound that Val has gotten used to began, the sound of alarms, the sound of gunfire, normally ending uh, pretty calmly once the fire ceases. But this time the fire continued for longer and suddenly there were screams of panic and terror uh, and red lights began flashing in the facility indicating that something was not going as planned. Before we get into what's going on inside, we're going to peek on the outside. Oh, excuse me. Um, so we'll say we are five, 10 miles out from Site 11's borders right now in the Pontiac Sunbird convertible with Team A Bucky, Clifton, and Maggie. Um, have y'all discussed your infill, exfill plans? Do we have a plan or what is what are the three of you doing to get ready for this uh, exciting uh, break-in, break-out? You know those scenes <laughs> where um, everyone like uh, just, you know, the group is kind of in shambles and all you have is kind of like change left to buy like your last meal and you're just like pulling out everything and you're just like, here are the four pennies I owe. And then someone's like, oh, here's like a nickel. And then the, everyone looks to the last person hoping that they actually have a, like money, money that folds and they just like throw like uh, a paper clip and some lint uh, into the pile. Mm -hmm. um, imagine that vibe. Except I think uh, we are in that like little huddle and we're like, okay, so we, we've got a gun. We've still got that bear spray. The and net? I've got a couple of wrenches. The net. Yeah, yeah it's a little, little wonky. Uh, you did struggle there to get out of it. It's a really tough net. While you're listing that off, uh, your newest creation, Robbie, comes waddling around the corner with their stiff joints uh, holding... Uh, I think it was like a total of four tranquilizer guns as well. You're right. You're right. We've got the trank guns. Okay. Okay. So if we're going to go in, if we're going to go in Rambo style, like we got, we got to divvy these out somehow. Okay. So we've been, we've been practicing with guns. So it's going to go to one of us. You or me, Bucky. Which one do you prefer? Uh... I'll I'll take um I'll take the uh it's so it's just like it's just rifles there are no handguns. Um y'all yeah y'all grabbed uh four tranquilizer guns, one net gun. Um not even like a knife or anything. Like everyone went with like all of the non-lethal options for containment uh or capture. We didn't know. Oh, the first aid we, have, kit. we have some bear would, traps. Would rep oh, yeah, there is a bear trap. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? I'll take, I'll take the net because the net's more of like a scatter shot thing. So Bucky's hoping that the net will be more forgiving. Uh, I, I would also like to think that like he has like one of Revna's axes. Yeah, that, like he keeps with him is like. Like, Gary Paulson hatchet style. Like, this is the thing that saved my life. Like, it is a part of who I am now. 
Is it Revna's like old world yeah, hatchet yeah. or the IKEA hatchet? Uh oh. let's find out. <laughs> Same stats. Old world hatchet. Different aesthetics. <laughs> yep. It's her it's her old world hatchet. Okay. Okay. And uh I know you have Glifton this like whole like namaste peace sort of vibe going on. But like I feel like we're going into like an active an active situation where you're gonna have to possibly hurt some people. And I'd feel more comfortable if you had a weapon on you, even if it was a trank gun. And he 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 basically holds up his stick and he points and he says this is really all the weapon we need, I I think. I hope. Cause I plan on seeing the first guard, hypnotizing them, and then having them take us in and hopefully just walk into the place. Um, for mechanical needs, your stick is considered a large club? Yeah, that's the stats I wrote for Okay, it. cool. You know, that's scary, uh, but you know it works. It works. If it works, it works. Okay, so I've got a gun. Okay, uh, who wants to take the bear spray? Uh, I'll take bear spray. Okay, and yeah. I like toss it over to you. Okay. All right, I know you kind of like want to walk in through the front door, but like that makes me wholeheartedly uncomfortable. <laughs> like, what are we supposed to do? Like, roll up six months after you know we left? Killing and be, like, a whole bunch of them. Sorry, we're back now. It's okay. I don't think Clifton. I don't know how well that will go. I'm not hearing a lot of better ideas. Okay. Well, Maggie referenced Clifton. Clifton's the one who's yeah. being like, "I got nothing." That not cheap. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maggie said that we should do like that old Schwarzenegger movie, uh, Rambo. And we should, like, get, like, basically, we should lay in the forest. Are we thinking, like, the first blood? Or, like, we lay in the forest and, like, pretend that we're wounded, and then we get all of the SCP people into the woods, and then we kill, like, one guy, and then that's kind of the movie? Or is this, like, later on Rambo, where he has, like, a bow that shoots dynamite? Because we don't have dynamite. Nor a bow. Nor a bow. We could make a bow, maybe. I don't know. Is it easy? And now, uh, now, uh, and now Clifton's looking at Maggie like, my plan's not looking so bad now, is it? <laughs> I'm just... Wait. Oh, no. Okay, uh, hold on. Clifton. What if Maggie and I hid in the trunk... Or some other way, so that way you can do your magic thing, and and if it'll work, because if there are multiple of us, they might think like something. I don't know. This is hard. Revna was the plans person. Okay, how about this? What would Revna oh, that's, do? That's that's good. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was say. What would Revna do? Revna would say we should run in, and just like go for it. Right? Yes. And Wait, okay. Hold on. We use the car as a distraction. 
Oh, okay, okay. I like okay, where you're going here. Okay, okay. So like there was like the gate and everything like that, and then there was like places where uh, uh, they were got like fence kind of thing, right? So what if we rig the car to go and like run into a part of the fence that's like over here, over on a uh, uh, at a place, and then when all everyone's distracted, then we go in like far away from where the car was so that way it like pulls all the guards and attention over there and i mean it, they seem like the kind of people that are going to open fire if we get close so like we want to figure out wait can robbie drive i look at robbie uh they raise their <laughs> stiff arms it's all we need as long as they can keep the wheel straight We'll put like a rock or a brick on the accelerator. And if they just drive straight <laughs> through the wall, then that'll act as a distraction and then we can get in. I Maggie, would you would know uh, that your creation is designed to assist things, not take on tasks alone. <laughs> it's like, for, first of all, we're not leaving Robbie uh, out in the dust like that. <laughs> Robbie is going to be with us. Robbie, too useful. Too useful. Uh, second of all, this brings up this brings up a great this is a great uh, line of thought because uh, what you know we know our goal get in there get our yep. stuff uh -huh. get our people get out yes how are we getting out what are we how are we what's what's the plan there are we driving back out are we stealing the car well the Humvees were pushed to start so they're going to be easier and they're armored so if we get back to the hangar where that is because okay 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 side 11 i think <laughs> oh sorry kid uh, i remember what there being mean? a train i don't know where that is in my notes anymore uh there is an underground tram that connects the three sections of the site so we would need, like, we're going to be in there anyway, so. What? Okay. We could call ahead from somewhere else, and when they come to get us, we could then be going in. Like, outside the, the foundation? Yes, like call from a 7-Eleven or something and say, we've spotted these blah 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 fugitives. That could work. My other plan was like, if we can find three of them, we get them with tranks, take their clothes, and then we take just walk cards. in. Take their cards and their clothes and just like, how's it going Todd? Working hard or hardly working and just like, get it because we'll have to utilize the the tram right yeah 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 and we've got bear traps so if like they get riley we could like run and get them trapped okay 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 i'm by i'm i'm liking this idea i'm liking it okay does anyone okay? I know it was like six months ago. Anyone remember what outside the foundation looked like? 
Clifton. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Clifton awesome. would perfectly remember that the surface of this facility is a disguise as a city. Like there's McDonald's, there's a movie theater, regular people travel through this. It's the city of Lansing. Um, and then Clifton remembers exactly which warehouse hid the entrance that y'all drove into way back uh, when you first arrived. Okay. I relay all of that. Awesome. So, okay. I think I think there's enough time for us to to get those uniforms, get their cards, and go back. And then when we get there, you could do your like hypno nonsense, Clifton, on the first uh, person who seems a little hostile at us. Yes. The and movie thing with the not droids you're looking for that you know yeah, yeah space wizard guy okay and then so plan when we get inside hard drive yes Claire if she's still there I want to look for her did my visions show me Claire at all GB the player can't remember. When you were looking for God, uh, you did not see Claire. Okay. We can... Uh, I have to look for her. Yeah, if you bring that up, then uh, Clifton will say, I suppose I could uh, look for her now, since I'm just sitting in the back seat anyway. <laughs> I will, uh, I will attempt to, uh, clairvoyant the location of Claire. All right. Spend them magic points. M -m -m magic uh, points. 1d6 magic points, and it is not in the tray. It's, oh, that's worse. Okay. So five magic points. Ooh, that's bad, guys. I might not be able to... Oh, no. Hypnosis isn't a psychic power. Um, <laughs> thank goodness. Okay, That's just um, a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just a thing. Okay. Uh, we and then... forgot to Whoa. recover luck, and that is also when we recover our magic points. Oh, good. <laughs> oh. Luck. Dude, seriously, I'm being mauled. You guys have not... This whole time, <laughs> she's, been, she's been behind me, mauling me. <laughs> Incredible. We need Clifton alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just comes uh, back okay. up from behind you and just like karate chaps you with her little paw. <laughs> Clifton just, or GB just falls onto the keyboard and we never hear from them. She takes over. <laughs> All right. Uh, All good points. All good points. Clairvoyance. Oh, awesome. Uh, I know that's a success. I just don't know how much. That is a up, oh, just a normal success. Normal success? Okay. So you enter your meditative state and channel your uh, powers and reach out into the void looking for Claire using the information that Bucky's provided you. Um, your vision takes you to some sort of underground facility, what looks like kind of a prison. There's a lot of cell doors. Um, there are red lights flashing 
and an alarm blaring. A lot of people are running around past these prisoners, but they are all like shaking their cages and demanding to know what's going on. Uh, no one is responding to the prisoners at all. And your vision finally does center onto one cell uh, where to you an unfamiliar face, but it does match the description that Bucky has given you is a person that could be Claire. Um, there's too much going on information wise for you to hear specifically her voice, but you can tell that she's also like shaking and being like, what the fuck, what's going on? Um, but, uh, no, I don't hear static. Um, hang on a second. Mm -hmm. It just like comes in every little bit. It's not a constant. Okay. Yeah, I'm curious where it's coming from. We have a minor static on our end. I also didn't it's know. Like interference. Like, I didn't know if day. it was, like, part of the yeah. background like, audio. Yeah, same, same. Or, like, uh, oh. no, not Very well be, actually. Yeah, if oh, there's, like, a, a phone underneath a microphone or anything like that. Nope, so, oh, there. you wouldn't know anything about I, that. I wouldn't know, but there's, for those at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're, they're uh, where they usually are. Okay. So. And then the last piece of information that Clifton gets is one of the people that run by in armor. Uh, you see the SCP Foundation logo on their arm as they pass by. All right. Uh, do I get the sense that this is a current situation? Or am I? do I feel I'm looking into the past or future? You, you or... feel like you are looking into the present Okay. at the right now. Alright. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, he'll, he'll kind of, um, hmm. Uh, and he, he stops himself before he makes Bucky do stupid things, and he says, I believe there seems to be some form of uh, kerfuffle at the site currently. There seems to be alarms and such, which may work to our advantage. Yeah, that hundred percent. Oh. That's our, that's our. If there's already things like happening, that's our end, baby. We don't even need a distraction. The distraction's already happening for us, and he just like floors it. <laughs> as Bucky guns towards the area that Clifton describes uh, as their entry point, we will shift perspectives into site 11 where our new friend val is hanging out uh da, 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 da. which one is i need to play orbital prison okay make sure it's not painfully loud all right so val you are listening to the sounds of people panicking a lot of people shouting. You think it's through me? Yeah, I think. Because GB has his muted. Danae has hers muted. All right, I'm going to mute myself for five seconds and we'll okay. see what happens. I've just been waving my phone around constantly. And it's like, of course, yeah, I'm, I'm associating it, it with it. <laughs> also, my phone was sitting right underneath my mic, if that's a thing. That is a thing. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. Yeah, yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah. So right. if your so phone, my is phone is now further away from my microphone, yeah, yeah. you should be fine then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what's going through Val's mind as you are in this cell, 
you've got a sweatshirt, you've got a book, and you've got some playing cards, and a lot of screaming is happening. Well, this has happened before, right? But like, it's starting. I, if if this has happened before, I think that they uh, just for the most part try to ignore it, and then as it increasingly becomes more clear that there is more going on here than usual, um, I think that Val will like start to like sort of nervously shuffle those playing cards a little bit. Okay. Um, you start like shuffling your cards. Do you want to do anything with your playing cards or are you just kind of using it as a fidget card thing? Uh, it's a fidget for now. Um, they're gonna wait and see. Like, what, what, does anything, like, alarming happen outside of their cell? Uh, give me both a spot hidden and a listen check. Okay. Oh. Wow. Damn, baby! That's a three on the die for my spot hidden. Ooh, I think extreme. I succeed. And a nine on the die for my listen. Holy shit! Oh. Wow, fantastic. So, <laughs> your keen senses allow you to, like, tilt your head and focus on the sounds of the voices and confirm that the people that are shouting are not in control of whatever they are shouting about. Uh, they sound uneasy. There are screams of pain. There's calm voices as well. Very calm voices droning, like, the same lines over and over again, it sounds. Maybe, like, a chant or mantra. Um, it seems that these quiet, these calm voices are combating with the voices you're used to hearing here, and the people that run your prison are not doing, uh, well. And as you're leaning and you slowly start walking towards, uh, like, the, the, uh, door of your cell, which you have a, like, bulletproof glass viewing window that points out into the hallway as well as an armored door, um, Three people run by, um, two of them in, like, heavy equipment. They have, like, giant guns. They have uh, helmets on and masks on. And uh, hobbling along with them is one of the scientists that you've seen pass by. Um, and they are, like, cradling their arm as there's, like, profuse bleeding happening. Uh, leaving a trail in the hallway past you. Hmm. Um, she's going to, like, stare at them as they go by, um, like, just not really giving any sort of spatial expression, just sort of, like, wide eyes, uh, slack face, staring. Um, and as they pass by, uh, she'll turn rapidly, um, and take a knee, um, and she's going to start, uh, flipping cards down onto the ground, uh, and she's going to do some divination. All right. Strange runic symbols are sharpied onto these cards, uh, in, yet again, a collection of languages people don't, uh, commonly understand, but Val at least does. All right, uh, I'm gonna fail this roll. Um, and I think that ultimately she gets inconclusive results. Uh, I won't even say what question she was going to ask. Um, I think she so just sort of like- so much interference. 
Yeah, she's just like flipping cards down uh, until finally they all just kind of like fall out of her hands and like, you know, she has to play a game of 52 card pickup. <laughs> uh, as you're doing this, um, you're, you're, uh, you notice that underneath your door is a just like the smallest corner of a card or a piece of paper or something that was not there previously. All right. Either one of those three people that passed dropped it, or you hadn't paid attention to it before. Uh, they tip their head to the side, uh, their hair just kind of dragging on the ground a little bit. Um, they're going to reach out a slender finger and slide that card under the door towards themselves. You slide a plastic security card into your cell um, that says level two access. Um, you've seen the people who run your prison use them before. It's the magic that they use to open doors. Um, and uh, yeah, it looks like someone left you keys to the castle. Hmm. Um, she's gonna like look at it, sort of tip her head and then like stare at the door. Uh, she's gonna, like, look outside, make sure there's no immediate danger. Like, pop your head outside, look outside, or, like, look through the window? He's gonna look through the window. Okay. I won't ask for another spot hidden or anything because you did so well, but you press your face up against the glass and look down, and you can see faint flashes from the muzzles of weapons. Someone is shooting. Far enough that your your semi-soundproof room is muffling it, um, but close enough that you can see the light of it. Uh, like hundreds of rounds are being fired at stuff right now. Um, at least you now know that that direction is very violent, and it looks mm -hmm. like the soldiers were trying to get the scientists in that direction kind of deal. I can see that. All right. Well, here's, here's her move. Uh, remind me again what God told her last session. Uh, 343 gave you a book with uh, a strange foreign language uh, written in it, and they said that when you meet the Wanderer, they would be able to help you read this book. And they asked you to help them rescue Dr. Palmer. Okay. Um, because even though they're doing a lot of interference, they keep talking about not wanting to directly intervene. Doing a lot of intervening, though. <laughs> All right. Um, she's going to pull out that key card, and she's going to use it to open the door. <laughs> you swipe it through the slit in between two plastic cubes, and the red light on your side of the door turns green, and you hear the magnetic locks uh, disable. And the moment the door cracks, there's like a huge sound barrier difference as people are like, go, 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 like, oh my God, it's got my arm. Just screaming and firing. And we're sorry, this store is closed. Please move to the nearest exit at your earliest convenience uh, is coming from down that hallway. Uh, yeah, it's 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 fucking loud and chaotic right now. All right. Uh, her eyes widen at that. 
Um, she's gonna hold that book close to herself. She's gonna throw up the hood on her hoodie, uh, and she's just going to make her way quickly through the halls and try and get out of here. Okay. Um, so you've been in here long enough to kind of get a bit of a layout on like what is in this facility and where they are and stuff uh, as you're dragged from area to area. You right now are D-class. Uh, you are on the eighth floor of section C. And you know that the only exits of this prison, allegedly, you've never seen them, are in section A and B. Okay. Um, she is going to look for signs to direct her there. <laughs> okay. So, you, uh... Would you have learned this, like, people's language by now? Um, or is enough the written... To recognize, like, enough English to recognize A and B. Okay. Um, they are literally the first two letters of the alphabet. Mm -hmm. uh, give me a library use check uh, with a bonus die. Okay. There's a bonus. Mm. That's a fail. Damn. Uh, so you see a couple A's and B's in other words, but uh, nothing just has like an just a fucking A symbol on it. Um, as you're wandering around, uh, you do eventually get to a staircase at least. Um, it goes both up and down. Uh, it's not 87. Um, and you know that up leads to places you're not allowed to go to, and down leads to other prisoners, other people who are being experimented and tortured by the facility, but seem to have even less, uh, less kind treatments than you. Hmm. Uh, she's gonna kind of look down at her little card, um, and there's just a ghost of a smile on her face. Uh, she's gonna head down towards the prisoners. Okay. Um, as you head down the stairs for a while, you eventually, uh, get to, uh, another door. Um, it is magnetically sealed as well, but your key card, whoop, uh, opens it up perfectly fine. And you find yourself in a huge, like, it, honestly, it looks like a maze of cages uh, as you enter into this prison cell that seems to be like three floors of cells with catwalks in between. Every cell is full of a mixture of strong or angry or violent looking people. Um, they're all screaming, a couple of them in different languages. Uh, a lot of them are asking what's going on. Um, and like your immediate uh, like notice is that there are no guards. There's no staff at all here. It's just these prisoners. All right. Um, is her, her very good friend, um, 
three, four, uh, four, three in here? Um, you know that 343 actually had a cell kind of like yours on the same floor that you came from. Um, they usually mm -hmm. just walk through the wall to visit. Um, but they have mentioned this place before. Um, they called these people D-Class. Um, apparently they are human guinea pigs uh, used in experiments, regardless of whether or not there's a high or low chance of death. Hmm. Uh, essentially prison labor sounds an awful lot like they would appreciate being let out of their cages <laughs> um she's just going to like run up one wall uh and hit each door with her key card okay so val just starts swiping no words just swinging doors open and running by and most of the people, as you open the door, like, they don't question it at all. They immediately start bolting in random directions. Uh, some people, like, drag a chair out of their uh, cell, like, as a self-defense chair. Um, and eventually you get to someone who doesn't look like the standard fit in these prisoners. Um, a, uh, a healthier, younger, less muscle-massed feminine uh, figure is, uh, like, pacing back and forth in their cell. Um, and they're like, this is fucking bullshit. I have no idea what's going on. Hey, hey, um, hey, you want to let mine open too, please? That'd be really cool. Uh, I think, yeah, she's just, like, running, she's probably running down the opposite one, um, or, or the opposite, like, wall, and then she, mm -hmm. like, stops and just sort of, like, stares at her. Uh, and then just kind of like looks around um, and she'll cross a catwalk and approach her and just sort of stare at her for a second. Hi, I have no idea who you are, but you definitely don't look like you work here, so that's cool. Um, my name's Claire and I would love to be your friend if you want to unlock this door and we can, I don't know, get the fuck out of here. Uh, she'll, like, sort of, like, look around a little bit, um, and then she'll point at a sign and say, can you read this? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, it says D-Class Dormitories, Security Office is on the right. Um, yeah, I know how to read, read real good. All right, she just sort of, like, squints at it a little bit, uh, and then she nods. Uh, she'll swipe the door open for her. Oh my god, this is awesome. Okay, thank you. Um, what the fuck is going on? Um, do you have any idea? There's, like, a lot of shooting and everybody left, so... Were you in the Ikea? <gasps> oh! No, I'm sorry, I used to work as a researcher there, but no, I, I personally have never been inside. They got out. She's gonna like turn around and like look down, like all the way down at where all the gunfire is happening. Uh, we're sorry, but this store is closed. Please leave at your earliest convenience. My leg! Um, <laughs> you don't want them to catch you. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Um, yeah, so, okay, well, it kind of looks like you've got a key. That's cool. Um, we should probably 
I don't know, like find an elevator or be kind of cool to find guns but i don't know if that's like the smart thing to do i'm not much of a jailbreaker kind of person myself i i'm usually like an r d lead the way ah uh, okay all right cool well let's go who the fuck are you what's your name um val val works all right val works val and claire let's go and uh she turns and struts down uh a catwalk leading you towards the security offices. In the meantime, we'll shift the audio back to the outside. Where Bucky is starting to pull up to the high privacy fence um, just outside of the facility. Um, there's this industrial building on the other side of the fence that uh, Clifton identifies as that is the building that we entered the first time with the big vehicle elevator. Um, and you do see that there are a couple of like they they're dressed like like contract security people. They've just got like the basic jacket and like the, their company logo, you know, sticker. Um, but like you're very confident these are SCP, SCP staff. Um, as they are pretending to just kind of walk around the facility, keeping guard. Um, so at least a light presence of uh, security here. Uh, yeah, I think Bucky would suggest, like, pull the car off a little bit farther away and then, like, try and sneak our way in. Uh, or go with his original plan of just like ramming the car somewhere and then going like a different going in like a different area and and Clifton will say is this where you shoot them and they, they well we have to get them past the fence like we can't shoot them through the fence otherwise there's no way for us to like get them unless you can hook them with your stick and like drag them back but like that seems pretty uh, far away for your stick Fair enough. Okay, so. Sneak in, cut the fence with the hatchet, and hope it's not, like, electrified or ram car, and try your best. Clifton, oh, give me a psychoanalysis check. so close uh just a normal uh success okay um so as bucky is asking this and you're trying to figure out which way to go um you quickly read over the faces and the body language of these guards and it seems that they are like very anxious and agitated uh they don't seem to want to be at this specific post right now um they look like they want to go back into the building and help whatever the fuck is causing them anxiety. Um, so that's something that you pick up on while you were thinking of this through. They seem quite tense. Um, maybe I'll approach, 
talk to them and then you tranquilize them or they'll come to get me and then you tranquilize them something along those lines how many Cl- are, Clifton, uh, aren't Clifton there? totally thinking that you guys can just shoot people and and like you know <laughs> there's no aiming or whatever you just Wait, point and, and Clifton then, you know what if you told them that we were the the casket men or the or whoever like one of the other groups and say like we heard the call i don't know what for but like they'll be like oh yeah and then like we're here to like let us through and then maybe they'll let us through if not like yeah uh 360 no scope let's blast this guy and to answer your question, uh, Maggie, there are three at least visible. Uh, no, yeah, I totally. I think we should. Uh, yeah, I love the plan. Let's just pretend to be someone else and be like, we got the call uh, to come back and help. Uh, you know, let's go. You know, <laughs> can't waste time. And I- hopefully that'll be enough. To convince them. And uh, Clifton will get out his old badge, because we all had badges, and he'll make make sure his fingers are like over the picture kind of thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and be like, "All right, I'll talk." Thumbs all right, and up. if you know, can you do like the is like the hypnosis thing like a a quick thing you can do? If things go south, can you just be like, "Yes, mind powers." I can only affect one, so let's hope that the officer steps forward okay um i'm going to make sure uh that robbie is holding a trank gun not to like shoot it but like in case one of us needs it it's easy access um i uh look at um buggy and i you know make sure you got that like bear spray nearby it's on the hip Oh, we can and, quick drop uh, air mace. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'll have the uh, the handgun um, close by at hand. Not like threateningly, but like, come on, you know, gotta help sort of way. So is Bucky then driving Clifton up or is Clifton going up solo? Uh, we're gonna drive. I thought we were driving up, and I'll just, you know. Yeah, you do the talking. I'll roll the only. I'll only roll my window down. So, like, you know. Okay. All right. <clears throat> like I'm the dignitary in back or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the top up or down? Uh, top would be up. I would okay. think. Mm-hmm. Winter. Mm-hmm. It is oh yeah, shit. true. <laughs> um. So you, uh, you then Bucky start driving the vehicle. Like fast, like you're trying to react to something, but not actually trying to yeah, drive yeah. to the gate as originally planned. Um, and you pull up to the uh, gate opening and start to come through as one of the uh, guards uh, walks up and whoa, 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 hey, sorry, sorry there, bud. This place is closed. We're here to help. We gotta get through right away. Uh, give me a. Fast talk check. Ah, son of a um, Robbie is in the car with you, so they pat you on the back and give you a bonus die. It's just a little back pat. I, 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 love... 
I need it very badly because that's <laughs> the only social skill I don't have anything in. <gasps> oh, four. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I made it by one point. Nice. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, so with that success, oh, geez, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy you're here. This shit's going right up in the fan. Uh, if you want to get down to the armory right away, uh, it's just fucking, just let, just like radio back up. We haven't heard from anybody in a couple minutes. If you could just let us know what's going on. We shall. That's why we're here. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come on in. And they, like, wave you in. One of them pulls the hangar door aside. Everyone is assuming you are here to help. And you pull the vehicle into that big elevator in Section A. I know this is actually the manufacturing bit. Yeah, there it is. Uh, so Section B and starts taking the elevator down uh, to the fourth floor where you got out last time. Um, so I'm just going to turn this on because now it is everyone's audio. <laughs> As the elevator goes down, uh, can everybody in the car give me a listen check? Trying to try and enforce some of them skill points. Hey! I'm gonna use two luck points and turn that into a success. I'm gonna use one luck point and turn it into a success. I <laughs> got a half success. Woo! Nice, nice, nice. All right, so the sounds of gunfire are easily picked up by uh, all of you. Who got the four? I got the half success. You got the half success? Yeah, okay. no one got... The four was the last roll. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we have one half success and then two regular successes. Mm -hmm. All right, so yeah, there's the sound of gunfire. Um, very faint, like still very far away from where you are, but somewhere in this underground facility, someone is getting shot at. There are red lights and alarms blaring. And uh, as you as the elevator stops on the fourth floor of the manufacturing bay. Uh, three shadowy figures run by in like an open hallway at the end of the bay where like y'all would enter to get into the facility. Uh, one of the two people in the, the sprinting group turns and fires upon the third one. And Maggie, you can hear, we're sorry, the store is closed now. Please for, uh, exit the building at your earliest convenience. Maggie's eyes widen. It's a, a sound that haunts her nightmare still. And she, uh, she like looks immediately at Clifton and Bucky, eyes wide. Hand on the hatchet. Like, there's no stun gun on this. <laughs> and, like, it takes her a second to, like, even say anything. Uh, and she's stunned almost. And she's like, it's the golems from the yeah, IKEA? And Clifton just looks like. He's got that dad look, like, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed, the kind of, like, really? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what do the three of you do? There is, there's an emergency fire exit on one side uh, with a, the door still closed. And then there is this open door that those people ran past that leads into uh, a hallway that at least you you have memory of. You gotta, we gotta look through the hallway. At least like poke head out real quick. Yeah, which from here, um, or before that, we would have discussed this before. But where is like 
Oh, it's probably the hard drive's not in there anymore. I have no idea where the hard drive is going to be. Uh, your hard drive, if it was in your room, would be in room two in the site dormitory block. But they they touched it. They put they it in did. a thing. Yeah. So they've definitely. Um, then it might have it be in one of the rooms. In either on floor eight or floor nine, either the security office slash dormitory or the research labs room one through fifteen. Is I'll, uh, in, yeah. I'll look back at my vision and see if there's anything in the surrounding of it that identifies where it may be. You remember from the tour perfectly uh, at, when you first got to this facility that there are uh, two collections of research labs, uh, one on the ninth floor of this building and one on the seventh floor of section C. And you know that that is those rooms are where anomalies that are allowed to be brought out of their containment cells are put in during testing before being brought back to their cells. Since this is a physical object, um, it either is still in one of these research labs or in, I think there is, or in uh, way up on the third floor of Section C, uh, which is where the head security office is, and they put a lot of, like, inanimate objects there. Let us hope okay. that it's in level, or Section C, level 7. Let's start there. Good as any. Uh, Bucky is gonna take the, uh, he's gonna take the hatchet and cut off the or no i guess he would just take the rear view like the rear view mirror and just snap it off get near the door and then poke it out and then use the mirror from that to check the hallways to see if anyone is going to be coming down or like has guns trained down the hallway like he'd rather look safe than look out and get blasted mm-hmm very clever all right give me a spot hidden with the bonus die for setting yourself up with the mirror Okay. That is ooh. That is spot hidden. That is I'll use a luck point for a half success. Alright. Um so you get up to the corner and start flashing the mirror and then like go over to the other door frame and flash in the opposite direction to um the direction that they were running from <laughs> excuse me has a pair of uh, still bodies lying on the floor. Um, they are wearing the IKEA employee uniform and are completely grayscale with no facial features, uh, easily ringing a bell to you that uh, these are the employees of the IKEA. And then when you look to the uh, when you look to the right. Um, you see that the hallway gets to a T intersection um, that says we are in section B. Um, if you were to go left, there's an equipment testing facility. Uh, or if you go, uh, and those are all the upstairs directions. Um, and then to the right, there is a general use staircase to get to floor eight and nine, uh, floor seven, eight, and nine. testing facility or up to seven um 
Bucky will ask, this is going to be the fucking death of him. Uh, he's going to ask Clifton where he felt Claire. Was it in the testing facility? Like, would it have been like a testing facility or would it have been residential? Hmm. Wait, wait, where did or I? Or like a jail. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you recognized very clearly that they were in D-class containment and your memory of the tour guide lets you know that there is only one floor that has the D-class containment and that is the eighth floor of section C. Eighth so floor. unless she's moved, that's yeah. where she is. Okay. So that's, eighth is floor. that above? We're in section B. We're not even in the same building. We would have to take oh. the monorail, which is on, uh, which is floor seven of where we're at. So, yeah, we're not even in the same building. Bucky is gonna follow Clifton to up thing. Yeah. Okay. All right, up uh, to seven then. Yeah. All right. Are y'all going to be like moving? Uh, cautiously any anyway or are you trying to like save time um how are you navigating through the building as you start traveling i think as cautiously as we can right because yeah. we we know how the, the Shoot golems first are. yeah yeah it's like if we can see them first that would be to our advantage so like checking every corner before we ever cross uh we all should have a, a tranquilizer gun somewhere on us. Um, I think as soon as we find out it's golems, I think we know it's, you know, it's them or us. Yeah. It's Clifton like, just like the, the those guys are looking like, you know, a movie and Clifton is just his normal kind of placid self. And he'll just wait, and then when they cross, he crosses, kind of thing. Okay. Um, so <laughs> everybody, give me a stealth check as we are heading through here. Uh, it is not the most difficult check this time because there's a lot of fucking panic and chaos happening. Well, I'm pushing because I rolled really bad. Nice. Uh, I'm going to do the, the same audience. thing. Wait, if you push I'm pushing a roll, it. There is consequences to failing. Wait, hold up. I yeah. have a question. I have a really important question. Uh, hey, Media, for Call of Cthulhu, uh, when you get zeros on both dice, is is that the that big... Is a, that is a... Uh, that's a zero, zero, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is it's, that 100? It's zero, zero. That's gotta zero. be 100. Oof. Oof, die. So you just crit failed on a pushed roll? Yeah. Cool. Just... You know what, JK? I'm not pushing it. I just failed. <laughs> Maggie, push me. Come on. Maggie's already failed a push before. They're done with that shit. What are the chances that you'd crit fail two pushed rolls I at got... the same time? You I know got... what? YOLO. Here we go. Look, I got a 92 oh. and then a 100. So I'm feeling pretty good about this. Nah, I just failed it. <laughs> the, building just, the building just collapses <laughs> on us. Game over. No mm -hmm. characters. Oh. Okay, so. Oh, what was that self? Yeah. yeah uh, so as y'all are struggling to stealth your way through, just tripping um, all over yeah, each other, like making a bunch of noise, kicking shit out of the way. Um, you were <laughs> heading down to floor seven, right? Correct. Uh, I oh, think so. Yeah. yeah. 
or them. Um, yeah. So you get to the monorail and you like, the doors swing open. It's like someone kicking the cafeteria doors open. It is loud as shit. They slam hard and then start to like hydraulics, like slowly swing their way back. Um, and when you do, you see that there is a makeshift barricade set up at this monorail with several security guards who instantly see y'all and instantly recognize that you likely should not be here. And so we're gonna enter into uh, the combat phase. What is Val's uh, dexterity? Yeah, race uh, Val's Retina. dexterity is 55. Nice, okay. Because now we will flip back and forth as the chaos ensues. So, starting with Bucky, you react faster than anyone as these guards start to raise their weapons towards you. It looks like there is uh, two of them like on guard and the other one was moving a box so they do not have their weapon in their hand right now. Uh, Bucky's gonna dive out of the way and yell, we're not, we're not Ikea. Or no, he'll say, um, uh, let's see here. Uh, we are not 3008. Okay. Uh, one of the, uh, people with the raised weapon, uh, then identify yourself fast or I'm pulling this trigger. Lilu Dallas, multi-pass? Multi-pass. Uh, all right, um, Clifton, give me a fast talk again. Yeah, Bucky yells, Conrad Storm. Um, <laughs> Bucky, if you want to help, you can roll fast talk. If you succeed, Clifton gets a bonus die. If you fail, it doesn't count as any. Fail. I have five okay, so in fast regular talk. Check yeah, so, so do I. So do I. Uh, <laughs> uh, is there any other skill I could use, like, talk-wise? I should have put points in it. There are two different, uh, like, uh, dialogue-based skills. One is fast talk, and the other one is charm. Fast talk is for lying or bluffing your way through things. Uh, can I make a case for either persuade or charm? As in, I'm, I actually am here to, to help, kind of. Okay. Uh, I'll you know, make Clifton's gonna help check. people wherever he's at. So, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I hate to kibitz, but at the same time, that's what this game is. Uh, yeah. Oh God. Uh, that's the not lowest, the middle one. Half. A half. half. It's yeah. the half. Under half. Um. Okay. We're so here to help. One of them, uh, the one who was initially aiming their weapon at you, does lower it to a high ready. Um, and like, what the fuck are you doing here? You're supposed to be leaving the building. No, we're we're here to help, to stop the golems. Um, and as you mentioned, the golems, uh, there is the sound of multiple footsteps running down the hallway, or not the hallway, the tunnel that this monorail scoots through. Uh, and the guards like, like ah, fuck, they're here. And they turn and start opening fire down 
into this tunnel as many, many golems start uh, coming at y'all. Um, that was ball on Bucky's initiative. So next, the camera shifts to Val, who is in a completely different place as Claire uh, like shows you to a security door. And she's like, well, I don't see anyone inside and this would probably be like the best starting place. Starting place for what? I don't know, like, like, like we can like find a gun or something or like, like a first aid kit. I don't know how hard it is going to be to get out of here. I mean, I like used to work here, but like I've never had to break out before. So do you know how to shoot a gun? She like walks up and like slides the uh, security card. Uh, I've had to use some before in equipment testing, but like, I, I don't know. I've never been in like a real shootout or anything. If you worked here, why were you in a cage? Yeah, that's like a whole thing that we don't have time for, but I'll definitely, I promise you, I'll totally tell you about it later. Um, I just feel like if we stop and talk for too long, we'll like die. Uh, and as you as you slide the security door in, we are D-class. All right, uh, the security door swings open and this room is in disarray. It looks like people were throwing gear on and grabbing fucking shit off the walls and getting ready to go. But there is some scraps of armor and some weapons, both uh, melee and ranged. Is there anything in particular Val would want to be grabbing from this room? Uh, there's also uh, like security cameras and monitors. She says, Mouths and legs work independently. We can do both. Um, and as she walks in, she's going to look for... I suppose she'll pick up some armor. Uh, and specifically, I think that she'd be looking for a small melee weapon, something akin to a knife. All right, give me a spot hidden as you start rifling through stuff. And I will look at the armors real quick. I gotta level up my own personal spot hidden so I can spot where it is on the character sheet. Wow, that's barely a success, but I'll take it. Barely a success is a success enough. Um, so <laughs> you find a uh, like a security baton um, for a melee weapon. Um, it is considered a small club in terms of equipment stats. Um, and also grab, uh, there seems, most of the riot gear seems to have been taken, but mm -hmm. there is a, like, it kind of looks like a stab vest, like a heavy, uh, leather jacket. It will be able to provide a single point, uh, of armor, but it at least will be armor. Okay. As you're searching and grabbing this stuff, Claire's like, okay, all right, you know what, that's cool. So, like, basically, like... Uh, and she's like also searching through shit, like opening up drawers and stuff. Uh, so like this world is like shitty, right? And it's like basically fucked. So I don't know. So like, I don't remember who started the idea, but someone was like, we should totally just do a hard reset. And I don't know, I thought it was a cool idea. Uh, but then like people found out I was doing it. So I got thrown in there. Oh my God, yes. And she like pulls open a first aid kit uh, out of one of the drawers. She's like, this is gonna be helpful. I know it. A hard reset. Yeah, you know, like when you like 
factory reset your phone and stuff. You know, just like fucking destroy it all and just like turn it back on brand new. Destroy the world? No, well, like not like the world, just like like just just like un like control see the people, you know? Uh is there anything else <laughs> Val wants to do in this room? Um <laughs> Can she find something with an edge? Is that is that possible at all in here? Oh, like an edged weapon? Yes. Okay, roll me a luck check. Oh. <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, success. Success. So, it doesn't seem to be, like, an issued type of weapon, but you do, as you're rifling through the drawers, um, find, uh a medium knife and a small knife. Uh, one looks like a simple, like, multi-tool switchblade-style stabbing knife, um, and then someone has, like, a wood-carving knife in, like, their personal office drawer in here. She'll take them both. Alright. So as you, you're now geared up and shit, uh, and armored up, uh, where are we? We are at Clifton. Security guards in this monorail no longer think of you as a threat, but they have turned and started firing at the golems that are coming down the monorail as we speak. Alright, uh... I'll try to get past the barricade and say something along the lines of, yes, we must obtain the object from the research room. And just act like like I did when I was researching, when I was doing the research. Um, and just try to get past them and move along. Like, um, we've got your job. We've got, we've got to get the object from the, from the, basically, I try to get over the barricade and as they were doing it, I'm like, we must retrieve the object from the research room. And okay, are you trying to like, go down the tunnel or are you trying to get into the monorail uh we're are we still not in the right building you're at the monorail that can take you to the right building oh i thought when we got here we were okay uh yeah no i get in the monorail um okay. <laughs> just starts jogging straight towards the golems uh okay uh, so the normal person that seems to be operating the monorail is not here right now. Um, there is a control panel in front of you. I look at want... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you want, uh, you can make a computer check to try and figure it out. Nah, I just look at Baggy. Um... Alright. Is there anything else Clifton would want to do on their turn? Um, other than make sure that everybody's on board... Yeah, no, I, I've got, I've got nothing. Once the train is moving, then maybe I'll try to clairvoyance something, get us a little more info. But uh, okay. for now, it's just make sure everybody's on board, like be shepherding with my, with my stick. Um, <laughs> Come all you children. Um, <laughs> all right, so Clifton is inside the monorail. Maggie, it is your turn. Uh, so you said the monorail. Like, I, you had to, like, start it yourself, like? Yeah, there's usually someone operating the monorail, um, but uh, there isn't anyone right now. Okay. Um, then I'm gonna hurry on to the monorail. 
And um, I'm gonna take a look at the control panel and see if I can figure out how to how to start and make this thing go. All right, uh, give me a computer check. Oh God, why is it always computers? When when am I gonna operate heavy machinery? <laughs> Hashtag soon. Hashtag. <laughs> What is that? Oh my god, I almost got a half success on that. I rolled so low. Hell yeah. Nice. Passed so it. yeah. Uh luckily this isn't any type of like secret and confusing contraption. It is a basic monorail. Um, so you easily figure out like, all right, that's forward and backward. And there's like tiny little map here with lights that tell me which station I'm at. Cool. Uh you can easily drive this thing. Well, you can make it go uh forward and backwards. All right. Um, as I figure that out, um, I'm like, all right, if you're getting on, get on. We got to go. And uh, she'll just sit there at the ready uh, to, you know, handgun in one hand, uh, hand ready to like start this bitch up to go. Because if I remember right, they're like quick to start and go, right? Oh, yeah. Like it, it is an electric yeah. system. So you just have to hit like start moving and you will go. Okay. So, yeah. So I'm just like, like anxiously awaiting for like Bucky. Oh, honestly, just Bucky. If anybody else gets on, that's fine. But like, I'm just waiting for Bucky to get <laughs> in here. All right. Um, speaking of, Bucky goes after Maggie. At this point, the golems are starting to like spread out of this tunnel and like step up onto the monorail platform. You know, like heading towards. A lot of them are getting dropped by the guards. Uh, but they are coming uh, in hordes. I'm sorry, but the building is closed. Please exit at the earliest convenience. Uh, Bucky is just gonna like get lower to the ground. He pulls his ascot up over like the lower part of his face to get almost like a thief vibe going. And just like hand on the hatchet, like he learned a few things in the last six months and he's just gonna like try and weave his way onto the monorail so that way they can go. All right. Uh, so as you uh, scoot past these security guards who are not trying to block you, um, they uh, kind of like pat the side of the building, or the side of the monorail as you get in there. Uh, and one of them turns and looks at you and goes, we die in the dark so others can live in the light. Get the fuck out of here. And they turn and they just start, fuck you, fuck you, just start firing uh, angrily at these people. As Maggie s presses the go button and y'all start scooting, you start plowing through a few of these golems as this accelerates rapidly and you start shooting down the monorail to the next section of, it's going from section B to C. All right. That was Bucky. Now, a quick question. Mm -hmm. Would that be a good spot to go to our break? Almost. Okay. Uh, so that was Bucky. Um, then we go to NPCs. Okay. So uh, as the monorail starts moving down the tunnel, uh, you, like the three of you, peek back through the windows of the back of the monorail and see these three security guards getting uh, overwhelmed and swarmed by these. Uh, one of them is immediately, like, drug, drugged to the ground and is getting just pummeled 
uh, by a few of them, and the other two start backing up towards the door you came out of. Uh, and as like the second one gets tackled, the third one turns and like runs down the hallway and disappears. And so Val is now equipped and geared. Uh, and Claire is looking over like the security cameras. Uh, and she's like, ah, oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so we are on eight. Okay. So, well, like basically we just have to get to the monorail and we can like leave. So, uh, I guess we could just like take the, take the emergency stairs. We don't have to go through any of the other floors unless you like, is there something you need to stop for, for some reason? Uh, she's like sort of looking off into the distance. She's got kind of a dreamy look on her face. Uh, and then she turns like sharply as she says that. And she says, uh, yes. Yes, you need something still or yes, you're ready to go. Yes. I need something. Okay. Um, all right, cool. Do you know where it is? No. Ah, uh, that really blows. Okay, um, can you tell me what it is? Um, she, like, seems to, like, think for a bit, trying to remember the word for this. <laughs> uh, Vardigan. I don't know what you're talking about. I uh, it's a jar. Like any jar or no, it's it's a special jar. It has something inside. Oh my god, does it have a severed hand? She nods. <gasps> I know what you're talking about. Okay, I I know what you're talking about. Okay, cool. Oh, I thought we were going to have to do something difficult. Yeah, so everything that was confiscated from uh, 6947's rooms had been moved to uh, the, uh, the, mo the, looking at way too many different rooms, the head security <laughs> office. So we just have to go up to two and then, or rather up to three, and then we can just like take the stairs to two and get the fuck out of here. Okay. Okay, 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 cool. Uh, let's do it. Uh, and she like pushes open the emergency <laughs> door um, and the two of you start running. And at that point, uh, y'all are just one floor away from each other party-wise. That's the perfect time to go to a break. Perfect, this is intense. I'm loving it. We're gonna try and be back in five, 10 minutes. Don't go no place unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventures.redbubble.com and we'll see you all shortly. All right, everybody, see you soon. We're back. It's scary. Media, take us away. What's happening? All right, so we are going to jump immediately back into things uh before the break the party had broken in well effectively snuck in uh to site 11 at the same time an emergency was happening all across the site it seems that scp 3008 has been unleashing <coughs> waves of golems more and more and it's got to the point that it has finally overwhelmed the facility and they are everywhere now at the same time, Val has escaped from their prison cell and met up with a another D-class named Claire, uh, who seems to know a lot about this facility and has been guiding them. Um, and since 
Claire did most of the stuff uh, before the break. It is still Val's turn. Y'all are... I just lost track of my zoom. Um, Y'all are on, I think, just like the floor below. Security office. Okay. So it's going to take two, three, four. Check your phones, y'all. We've got static again. Oh, I put my phone back where static zone is. Um, (laughs) It's like the natural resting place. I get that. It's it's right there. It's a flat plane. All right. Uh, Note for self improvement. Um, (laughs) So you all are running up five uh, flights of stairs as fast as talk uh, possible. Uh, I believe there's like a type of fucking athletics check and can throw your way. But I don't see anything comparable enough. So you're at the door to floor three. And it says, uh, and Claire reads it to you, uh, all right, so this floor says research lab rooms 31 through 45, and then the part that we're looking for, which is the head security office. Okay. Uh, do you, like, know how to fight and stuff? You asked about the shooting guns earlier, but, like, do you know how to fight? Because, like, if I were to, like, draw straws or something like that, I totally would appreciate it if you opened this door first. <laughs> she just sort of, like, holds a knife and then just sort of shrugs at her. Ha, all right, cool. Uh, all right, so I'm, I'll, I'll open it if you just want to through, right? If anything bad happens, we'll come back and shut the door. It's, it's, it'll be fine. Is okay. there someone in there? Well, it's like a hallway, so I don't really know, but like, I mean, there's something happening uh, and it's not super not cool. All right, she just sort of, like, looks at the door, nods, and then gets, like, in a ready stance. Okay. All right, one, two, three. And the door swings open, uh, and you are able to, if you want to, leap into the next uh, uh, room slash hallway. Yeah, I'll do that. All right, so, yep, you do find yourself in a hallway. You're near the corner, so uh, to your right is just a quick... L turn uh, to another hallway, and to your left um, is a long stretch of hallway that has several similar-looking spaced doors all along it. Um, there is a lot of blood on the floor on this floor. Uh, I'm going to quickly sheath my knife and then pull a card. Okay. Uh, I can ask yes or no questions, <clears throat> assuming this succeeds, which it does. I'm going to ask, is whatever, uh, whatever drew this blood still here? Yes. Okay. Uh, and as you're asking this question, some voice like it sounds like they like, grab the intercom or something as like it starts to like spike for a second um and uh you hear a voice over the speakers in the ceiling say this is trooper 30 uh containment level has been breached i repeat containment level has been breached be advised and then click 
Um, Val's going to pull her knife again, use it to point at the blood on the floor, and then turn to Claire and just go like, shh, with the knife. All right. So as you two, I keep wanting to put my phone back at the desk. Stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> as, uh, God, I wonder how many streams I've done, like not knowing I'm creating my own static. No, well, uh, it's- This is the first time we've heard <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, so- Initiative. It's only if it's ever like right under the microphone. If it's just like near yeah, it, now it's always right under the microphone. I just uh, moved it. Ah, um, gotcha. So that was Val fifty-five. So Clifton, y'all are riding on the monorail, um, arriving at section C on the second I floor. Have a little bit there as we were pulling away. Um, you know, Clifton's watching the guards get pummeled and stuff and we get this this intense moment where we're we're like looking through clifton's eyes and then it comes back as we're looking into clifton's eyes and then it goes in to his head and like the mind palace kind of thing and they the image is reflected in his eyes of of these this guy these guys being torn apart and pummeled to pulp and mm -hmm. it kind of goes into his mind and becomes like a marble and and it floats into a position and it's lined up and it's just a massive void of these moments that can never be forgotten you know it's this that intensity of insane recall he cannot forget anything and it it's just this this sort of moment of oh shit you know as the audience we realize everything he experiences and sees is stuck here forever Oof, and clifton it, will remember that yeah so i just wanted that little snippet but uh yeah love it um yeah he uh he'll uh he'll you know come out of that reverie um and uh you know hit the half lotus on one of the monorail benches and and just kind of drop his hands and breathe and try to find claire again okay because that's what Bucky had asked, right? Yeah. Simon? Okay. Yeah, I'll try to find Claire again. It's all he's ever asked, other than to <laughs> let him go because he recognized the bodies in the lake. But it's mm -hmm. a good thing you didn't listen to him that time. Oh, six. Yeah. Uh, that's the extreme, I believe. Oops, no, that's a down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's half of the extreme yeah oh fantastic so you get a very clear uh image and track on claire um it seems that they are just stepping out of a fire exit and you see through her eyes that the sign says uh floor three or section c floor three re left research labs rooms 31 through 45 right head security office and you see her look down at like streaks of blood on the floor, like several things had been drug across it. Um, and she looks up again and turns her head and you see an unfamiliar person, but they don't have facility uniform. Well, they have a little facilities hoodie, but they're <laughs> holding like a shiv and they are not acting like a scientist or anything. She um, turns and looks, and she looks like a fucking ghost. Just, like, glassy, huge uh, eyes. 
could possibly like be another the, anomaly. <laughs> the long hair like down in her face. Oh, and all like holding sweaty a knife. And manic. <laughs> and yep. Clifton's doing that thing where, you know, he isn't seeing what's there. He's a uh, thousand yard stare kind of thing. And he's just saying you know, exactly what you just said. Level C, blah, 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 da, da, da. It, you know, everything. He just says it out loud so that everyone knows. And I'm like, that's where Claire is right now. And as Clifton says that, uh, Maggie gets a little like alarm notification on the monorail that they are arriving at section C. I uh, flip the, uh, the parking switch as it comes to a slow and then a stop uh, on floor or section C, floor two. Uh, that was Clifton. So Maggie, it is your turn. Uh, all right, we're we're here. Um, and I look out the window and see what I can see out on the uh, on the platform, specifically looking for dead bodies or any really any signs that golems are yeah. in the vicinity at the moment. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned dead bodies. You don't need a spot or anything check for this. There are corpses everywhere. Um, there is a like a good five to one ratio, at least, of golems to humans. But there are human bodies. Uh, some of them have their limbs torn off. Some of them are beaten to the point that you can't even like recognize facial features. Um, there's a lot of like bullet holes in the walls. There's a burn mark in the corner, like some sort of incendiary device has gone off. Uh, and there also are several fist marks in the walls. Hate that. Um, <laughs> I see any living ones and or any weapons still lying on the ground. Okay, that I will ask for a spot hidden check. Roll those and figure out what my spot hidden is. Spot hidden. Uh, that is a fail. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like anybody left uh, anything helpful behind from your perspective. Uh, mm -hmm. Though you do find like a stick of gum in someone's wallet. Nice. Start chewing a piece of gum. <laughs> All um, right, cinnamon. Cool. That's the spice you want in life right now. You know, it's it, you know, it's something to like keep the adrenaline like on, on a uh, it's it's you know it's like a coping mechanism. Try not to get that adrenaline spike too high that it causes anxiety. Um, and I just am like, all right, get your weapons ready. I guess we're going. Remember, Claire, hard drive. Claire, hard drive. Two goals. Right. So Maggie uh, and Robbie. Uh, step out of the train. Um, Robbie was instructed to carry uh, all of the rifles until y'all started grabbing them. So as like the three of you uh, like grab rifles, Robbie will continue holding the fourth one above them, just like a Tuscan Raider. Like, uh. <laughs> all right, that is Maggie. It is Bucky's turn. Um, I will also note that as y'all pull into 
this station for Section C, you also hear the intercom message from uh, Trooper 30 that uh, the containment floors have been breached. That doesn't bode well. So what does Bucky do? Uh, he has his bear mace that he knows won't do anything. He's got his hatchet. Uh, Maggie, you said you found a gun? Uh, I still have the handgun and the strength okay. gun is uh, on hold. I mean, mirror, mirror in my hand. Show me who's around the corner. Like, he's just going to start leading. Mirror, mirror in my hand. Show me okay. a way across this land. Yes, <laughs> that one. That's nice. why we have Clifton. So since Bucky <laughs> is taking point with Mirror, um, there's a couple of different ways you can go. You can either continue down the monorail tunnel. You can take the emergency fire uh, staircase. Then there is the main hallways to the facility that has uh, like stairs and elevators. I say... Bucky, Bucky's mind is going to the fire escape. Like that's gonna, like in his mind, that's that's the best way for it. So he would go to the fire escape exit. Okay. Um, since you mentioned the mirror, give me a uh, spot and hidden, and I'll throw in a listen too, since you are where the mirror is anyway. Okay. As you kind of like flash it and start to look down the stairs. Uh, spot hidden, half success. Listen. Cool. Uh, he's doing really good at these. Half success. All right, so you check and see that these stairs spiral spiral around. Again, it's not 87. Um, and uh, <laughs> you, you can see uh, the next floor, and the door is open, but the sign next to it does indicate that that is the floor that Clifton mentioned. You were just one floor away from where Claire was seen just moments ago. Oh, haul ass. You also hear the sound of someone crying for help, like two more floors down. Like, oh God, help me! Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks, but I'm different. Going one floor down to where Clay, like the building or the room where he last, uh, where they last saw uh, or thought they saw Claire. Okay, so NPC's turn. I'm just jotting little secret notes to myself. And then it would tick over to Clifton. Bucky went down the stairs uh, uh, through the fire exit to get to the next floor. And someone down the fire exit is screaming for help? Possibly. Did Bucky say anything about it, or...? Uh, but no, Bucky wouldn't have said anything. He would have just been like, um... There's, like, he would have, like, specified there's no one in the stairwell. So... Yep. Uh, as far as you're aware, the stairs are at least safe because Bucky okay. just sprinted straight through it. All right, and we'll follow. Okay. Um, you get down to the same floor uh, as Bucky, and as as you get into the stairwell, you can hear the sound of someone uh, faintly crying for help uh, a couple floors down, um, and that the doors open with these blood streaks uh, along the floor, and. Uh, at least right now, uh, no sign of Val and Claire, but there are very fresh-looking bloody footprints uh, heading away from the research rooms and towards head security office. 
I, I'll be back directly. Find Claire, get the drive. He, he says kind of casually to, you know, find Claire to Bucky, get the drive to, to Maggie. And then he, uh, he quickly but stoically like lumps down the stairs like an old man. I feel like Bucky would like point hey, at yo, you. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah, Bucky would point <laughs> at you with Revna's hatchet. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> and he'll turn and give a little a little bow and if okay. you survive I guess meet us back down at the monorail I don't know good luck I guess yeah wherever I like the that person... these numbers mean nothing to y'all and I can just type them into the chat yeah uh, <laughs> there you go White audience shit. you can you can know what the hell is is going on in the world uh these numbers mean nothing to them not a not a lick no, no. <laughs> um yeah i'm so, running towards whoever needs help there all right the is running to whoever needs help so you circle down um your movement is a little bit slower than uh the rest of the party so you like wrap it around one more floor the voice gets louder it sounds like you just got to wrap around one more time and they will be there hopefully not bleeding out uh, I mean, definitely not in a good spot based on the screens. Um, and then that was Clifton. So now, Maggie, you just saw Clifton split the party. Uh, Clifton went downstairs towards something. Uh, Bucky stepping into the hallway towards uh, the main objectives. Oh, yeah, definitely following Bucky. Are you kidding me? I'm not splitting the party. Um, I... Yeah, I continue on. I, in my head, I'm trying to remember like where all the, um, or I'm trying to like track the best way to get out of here in case like one of our exits is blocked off. Um, as I let Bucky like lead, I, I'm trusting Bucky to lead and like look ahead of us. Okay. Um, um while I try and navigate check while you're doing this so that you can kind of like memorize the layout, think about alternate paths. Navigate. Oh, okay. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, first navigate roll. Can I try and assist with the navigation? Uh, you and Robbie are there, so yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go, Robbie. Now nah, you're on your own, fam. <laughs> well, at least Robbie oh, okay. covers for yeah, the slack yeah. and provides a bonus die. Uh, it's close enough that I'll use a little bit of luck to bring it down to a success. I rolled a 17, and I have a 10 as navigate. So cool. All right, so you kind of like look down using your best in, uh, impersonation of dark vision, the monorail hallways to see if there are any doorways, spot a couple of things like a ladder. Um, you note that the hallway uh, has a sign that points towards like the stairs. So you know how far you gotta go if you were to go into the main area and uh, you track all that while you head down the stairs to catch up with Bucky. Awesome. And again, handgun at the ready as soon as you know, I see a gray guy, he's going down. Okay. So that was Maggie. So Bucky, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, did Val not go? Oh shit, did I go over you? Yeah, double check me. Did I, did I skip Val? This round. I haven't gone since the last time Bucky went. Okay. Then actually it is Val and Claire's turn. Okay. Um so like five seconds backwards, uh Claire and you stepped out into the hallway. Shh. 
And uh, as soon as you do that, you both start <laughs> hearing the screams of like, help me, oh my God, from down below. And you see like this ghostly visage, like wash over Claire as she like darts her eyes back and forth. Like she's running the numbers and figuring out something. And she looks up at you and she's like, that's not a person. Val uh, just nods like that makes perfect sense. Cool, cool. Let's not, let's, okay, let's go. And she starts to lead you to the security office. Um, the security office door is uh, blown open um, either by some extreme concussive force or a uh, like an explosion, um, but it is blown up from the outside in. And once you get past the uh, uh, once you get past the threshold of this doorway and you see the destroyed door, it is a metal door, um, and it is fucking. It just got Falcon punched through at some point. Uh, and is lying on the floor. But in this security office, uh, it's like the captain's quarters in Star Trek, where there's just a bunch of trophies everywhere. Um, there are strange, anomalous-looking items littering this place. Uh, and then there is a desk in the center with, like, a bunch of accolades on the wall behind it. Uh, you know, security guard of the month or whatever. Um, and... Uh, there is a slumped corpse of some security guard um, with a just a neck cut off and brain matter on the chair behind them. Uh, no sign of a gun in their hand or anything. Hmm. But you are in the head security office. I think Val stares at that for a second and then just like quickly starts looking for what she needs to find. You're looking for the bark then? Yes. Okay. So give me a spot hidden. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be a success, baby. Success. All right, so luckily a big jar amongst all these strange items is pretty easy to spot. Um, you see a Vardin, um with a single uh, gray severed hand in it that is like struggling against the glass, like it's trying to break through it, but luckily a hand is not actually very strong. All right. Um, she's going to like very gently pick it up. Um, and then she's going to like try and find a place to like lash it to her, because uh, she's <laughs> she's carrying a lot of shit at this point. Uh, she's got a big old fucking book. She's got. Uh, could she have like picked up like a knapsack or something in the armory? I not in the armory, but there are uh, different bags and satchels here. Um, so you okay. grab like a messenger bag. Uh, yeah. Sounds Would good. you like to reach and grab another anomaly to throw in your pocket to help you later? Yeah, why not? Okay, so you turn and based on everything that you've been seeing so far, it seems that even though guns are not winning this fight, it is doing a non-zero uh, success rate. And you see 
mounted next to all these other very uh, anomalous looking items, just a simple submachine gun. Uh, I mean, this is this is beyond your recognition, but you've seen them carry it. Like that's the one that causes a lot of death within seconds. Um, so you grab it off the wall and sling it on the other side. So you're now crisscrossed messenger bag and SMG uh, ready to go. All right. All right. Um, so... Super cool. Super great. Ooh, Chicago typewriter. Out of here. <laughs> Chicago typewriter. That's adorable. Um, <clears throat> I think that before she leaves, she's going to pull one more card. And then if... Okay. If the weapon is an anomaly, then oh, doesn't the SCP right. points for your sanity kick in? Um, well, by it being mounted on the wall, it would be easy to assume it's an anomaly, but since it hasn't shown its anomalous properties, I will remember it okay. later. Yeah, we have to wait for it to do something. Awaken. Do a spook. Anomalous. All right, wings. No. Okay. So that was uh, Val, who is geared up. They have the Vargden, uh, ch check off one of the objectives for the quest. Um, and then we will go to Bucky. Bucky is, um, he's hauling ass. I mean, like this is the closest that he's been to the person he's been trying to look for this entire time. Uh, Clifton told him what direction that they were heading. He's just gonna go there. He's gonna go to that like head security room, or at least like try and figure out his way there. You're muted. Luckily, there is a sign that points you in the right direction and the bloody footprints. So you wrap around the corner and see the blown inward door and hear the sounds of uh, two voices talking in the next room. Uh, do I recognize these voices or at least one of them? One of them definitely sounds out of place. Like it's definitely more your accent than this world's accent. Yeah. Um, and I think Bucky will, uh, he'll just start calling. Just be like, Claire! Claire, are you in there? Bucky, shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> As uh, Bucky shouts that, Val sees Claire like back to wall instantly, like looking at the door frame, and she's like, like, like it's it's not a it's not a person, it's not a person, it's not real. Don't answer it. Don't answer it. Don't answer it. It's not real. Uh, and she like repeats like a mantra to herself to not listen to. Uh, you hear the voice. Be like Claire. As he's just like making his way like into the room where where it happened, like where this is all going on. Cool. All right. So as you wrap around the corner, a uh, nightstick is swung directly at your head. Uh, since it is a surprise, you cannot do any reactions to it. And she does hit you. Okay, question. Before she deals damage, uh, I, on my sheet, am still showing my damage from the whole operation we did six months ago. Mm -hmm. How much of that would have healed, if any? Or am um, I just, like, permanently damaged? I would point? say everyone who took damage during all of the chaos during a six-month montage will recover 1d6 hit points. Okay. So go ahead and get those Woo, first, max. and then I will... Uh, okay. Weapons. 
yeah, now you can do your thing. I was just weapons, weapon stick. All right, um, club night stick, d6 plus. She have no, she doesn't. You take two points of damage as as soon as you like wrap in, through, like step through the doorway, uh, an unseen person turns and smacks you like right across the bridge of your nose. It is not the most like ah! lethal strike, but your nose definitely breaks a little. Oh God, boy, what the hell? Uh, and through your teary eyes, uh, you like are like trying to like blink through them, uh, and you hear. Oh my God, Bucky! Claire! Claire, yeah. we need to get out of there! There's fucking, there's like Ikea people all over the place! Mm-hmm, um, so then... Val's gonna make eye contact with Claire and just sort of like, look at her, look at her knife, look back at her again. <laughs> um, okay, so in the meantime, as that uh, scene happens, Clifton, you are running down the stairs towards uh, this person suffering immensely down below you. Just, oh my god! <coughs> and? Uh, what do I see? Or when do I see them? Or As you wrap around this uh, third loop to get to, hey, focus. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, you wrap around this third ring of stairs to get to the next floor below and where you were expecting the voice to come from you see a quadrupedal kind of canine shaped flesh monster it, it is it is as if the skin of a dog has been ripped off and it's just all muscle and tendon but this has like dozens of eyes in a straight row along the side of its head and sharp, razor sharp teeth that look like a bunch of uh, butcher knives in their mouth and uh, quill spines. And like they're leaving bloody footprints on the ground from their body. Um, and as it like turns and like does a doggy snarl at you, it, you hear, oh my God, help come from the creature. Hmm. Um. Clifton looks exasperated, <laughs> like, oh, bleep and bleep. Uh, but he doesn't say any of that. He just kind of, like, should have known. Um, and so he's, like, got his stick in one hand, and he goes, nice doggy. Nice doggy. Let us okay. be friends. All right, give me a hypnotism check. I'm going to unfortunately say, due to the fact that it is an animal and also an anomaly, you're going to need an extreme success for this to work. All right, I'm gonna take that off now. Uh, Speaking of anomaly, does it need to make a sanity? Yeah. You do, so, yes. Uh, so sanity let's do sanity first. first. Okay. Uh, God, this one actually has a high sanity damage. Yeah, I made it. it you succeeded. So interesting fact for everyone, uh, there's a benefit to failing a sanity check. When you make a sanity check to uh, see a Cthulhu Mythos creature or anomaly in this case for the first time, if you succeed the insanity check, you understand what you are looking at and you ah. know it's there tangible. And so you get sanity damage. 
if you fail a sanity check, you get the minimum because mm. you either don't fully comprehend what is happening or you don't believe it's happening. Uh, <laughs> so there is a benefit to not knowing what the fuck's going on. Oh my God. Uh, take five uh, points to your sanity uh, as the realization that you got. Fight. Spooky. Just, just like in real. That's the sound that the dog's making. It's like, help me, help me. And <laughs> yeah, that's what you hear in the background. That's the static that you hear, but in real life. Oh my God. <laughs> this is insane. Clifton's mm -hmm. dead. He's I... dead. <laughs> Yeah, he's a hundred percent. I'm not going back down there. I'm not. I'm running the other the way, bro. Slowest move speed. Like they can't yeah, even absolutely. flee this situation. No, Clifton's fucked. Oh god. I was just like, get the fuck out of here. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Look, I survived in the D class. I know what kind of people are down there. Should would you have gone a floor below to help me if you didn't know the Bucky was down there? If anything, like early Bucky before, you know, I killed people for you guys. Like, <laughs> maybe it's Maggie has Maggie has an eighty-five intelligence. Maggie is like, oh we're in God. a building full of SCPs. I'm not Everyone's dying. Bucky yeah, and like all I see is blood and shit. Like, not nah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, Bucky has fifty int, and his mind was where his heart was. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is also a good time to let the audience know uh, it is recommended within the rules of Call of Cthulhu to consider making a spare character or two due to the extreme circumstances of this game. Hi Clifton is back. Ever so sorry. She had her pinned in a corner and was just tearing into it. So Are they oh, uh, getting used to each other? They. It's been a year and they are still having issues, so. Damn. Some people just don't get along. I, yes. All right, we are on a hypnotism check from you. Yes. And we need an extreme success. Oh, come on. Oh, damn There we go. Okay, a 19 is. Sounds really promising. It's under half. Yeah! It's not extreme. It's not extreme. Oh, it's not so, extreme? God, so, uh, I will spend the seven points to make it an extreme. Woo-wee! <laughs> All right. <sighs> so, for a moment, it looks like your heart beats uh, irregularly as, for a moment, it looks like it is not responding at all to what is going on. And then finally, it starts to kind of sway its head a little bit and track it. And uh, it sits down and you hear, as it's still sitting uh, <laughs> there, but it at least looks like it is not interested in you immediately as a snack. Yeah, uh, it might be a good time for you to take a break. Why don't you take a nap for a while? Yes, let's sleep. Let's be calm and sleep it for a while. It tilts its head like it doesn't comprehend what you are asking for. Seems to be sleep is something that is not in its schedule. That's, that's perfect. But uh, at least for now, you got the you got the doggo to sit. Okay. All right. Oh God, Levi. <laughs> um, but all right. So that was Clifton. Sh Jesus Christ. Uh, Maggie. You um, are you are at least at that threshold in the uh, hallway of the the top floor. 
I am, like I said, I'm on Bucky's tail. I am not splitting the party. <laughs> right, um, so you will have seen Bucky get clocked by a baton as they go to go in there. As Bucky is hearing me behind them being like, Bucky, slow, shut the fuck up, Bucky, we're in the... And um, like yelling at him, but like at a, at a, like a loud whisper. Um, and as soon as I hear him uh, get clocked, um, and I hear just like an eerily similar voice, just Bucky? with a different pitch, you just hear the largest groan come out of Maggie. It's just like so. There's two of them now. And I like I push forward and I'm like, Bucky, is that clear? Are we good? Uh, I think it's clear. Hi, we're cool. We're awesome. We're not anomalies. We're mostly not anomalies. Uh, at least Euclid class. All right, you know what? That's, I don't even remember what that means at this point. Um. That was like the third, second or third up on the, anyway, look, it doesn't matter. (laughs) And as she's calling this out, she looks over and sees like Val doing the like, with the knife and she's like. (laughs) Uh, it's like, okay. All right. Um, cool. Y'all are armed. Y'all are good. We need to go. Because we got one more stop before we leave this place. Can either of you shoot a gun? Uh, Kinda. She's gonna sling the SMG. Uh, Uh, You can have it. There also are more guns even in this room. There are guns, (laughs) there are swords, there are helmets, there's a shield, there's a severed hand, different severed hand. There's the Vargden severed hand. There's a monkey's paw. There's a toaster, uh, but it is in a, uh, there's a picture of a toaster in a lead box that says, uh, uh, don't open me. Um, it's, uh, is it? Uh, what the fuck was it, the other thing? <laughs> um, Revna's hand? The, the, the Vargin one that, is the oh, one that Val has. That's tucked away. Oh, oh that's the one Val has, mm-hmm. okay. What was the one, what was Revna's called? The Vargin. Revna's what now? The jar uh, was the Vargadin. Yeah, her, her, yeah. The, the, the hand was okay. a severed ha- golem hand inside the Vargadin. It was the name. I was looking for the name. But uh, yeah. Um, so, no, absolutely. As soon as, like, I peek around the corner and I see all the, like, the armory, essentially, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit, fucking score. Um, <laughs> uh, she, uh, Maggie will just look around for any sort of, like, higher powered firearm and maybe some sort of protection she can uh okay. she can have uh since you mentioned protection also give me a spot hidden check uh we'll see if you happen to find some other stuff yeah bucky's doing he's doing the same he's like right, well we getting, can since you're both in a row we can have you both knock out spot yeah. hiddens Ooh. Uh, that's gonna be really fucking good. Where's my spot hidden? I pushed from a 98 and got a five, so an extreme Ooh. success for Bucky. Well, so did I. I. I rolled a seven. Bessie's okay. still the end. Extreme <laughs> success. Let's go. So two items that like kind of speak to you, not in a literal sense, because some items can do that. Um, <laughs> but like you look at it and you're like, I feel like that is the thing I want to take. Um, <clears throat> Sorry, chronic illness. 
Totally fine. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so Simon, you see a like a simple looking, like navy issued uh SIG firearm pistol. Uh pick it up, check the magazine. Like it looks like expensive bullets, they're not like silver or anything, but they're like quality and it seems to be legit and ready to use. Perfect for Bucky. Um, and then uh Maggie, you're looking for like a, you're like you you see this high high powered hunting rifle and you look over and you see uh uh two like bronze bracelets uh on the table and like a picture of a bow and arrow next to it, you know, like all right, ranged, ranged, ranged. Kitchen knife? And there's a kitchen knife uh that says do not hold on it. And like everything's fucked today, so might as well. And you pick it up, and it feels like this is going to be really helpful to Maggie. Um, yeah, grabs it, like fucking might as well. What's the worst um, that can happen? And since both of you knocked out your spot hiddens, um, you mentioned armor. If y'all want to throw an item description at me and I'll let you know if it's in here. Uh, Maggie easily finds the body armor at least because there is a corpse wearing a set Kevlar armor right there. Yeah, Bucky would be looking for Kevlar for for him and Claire if he can find like a set for both. Okay, so unfortunately the two of you find a total of two pieces. Um, uh, Maggie sees the uh, uh, heavy Kevlar vest on the body and Bucky you find uh it's got a lot of like blood and matter in it but uh like you shake most of the debris out at least and you have a uh present US helmet it's called uh in terms of equipment okay um for numbers wise the vest is 8 points and the helmet is 5 um yeah he's going to give he'll put the vet like he'll give the vest to Claire and he'll be like, put this on. If anything comes, like... Haha, <laughs> I know, I mean, like, I, I appreciate it. I super appreciate it, Bucky, but I'm good. I'm good. That's on a dead body. So I'm like, Claire, good. I don't want the next dead body I see to be you. Put on the fucking vest. There's a good chance the next dead body you see is me, but I will also be alive. So, like, what? I might know more about the situation than you. So the fuck are you talking me about? I say I don't want to wear a dead body's armor. <laughs> What are you talking about? It doesn't matter. We can figure it out later. Let's get out of this goddamn place. Uh, we fucking... Uh, uh, anybody see a hard drive? What do you mean he's gonna invite? It's fine. We, we need the hard drive. Get we get the hard drive to get out. We told him to meet us at the monorail. Okay. Uh, so when you were searching, Maggie, you didn't, in this room, find uh, the hard drive. But you did find research notes on an item numbered SCP-2987. And its description matches your hard drive. Uh, it seems that they were doing tests on it. Uh, they kind of learned a little bit of how the system works. They have some theories on why it might have been created in the first place, but mentions it is at a map. We are in section C. We need to go, what is this, section A? Yeah, uh, section B in the equipment testing facility, uh, the place where y'all were at right before the monorail, um, there is uh, apparently a computer not connected to the internet that it is currently plugged into. 
Um, and as like Maggie's like furiously reading through these notes, uh, Kevlar already at hand um, or already on her person. He's like, son of a fucking bitch. At least it's we're on the way out. Um, hard drives back in section section B, A. I wrote over it, so I don't B. remember which one it is. B? Okay. Where we <laughs> came from. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, on the way out. So we can get the fuck out of here. Okay. Um, so just so uh just for equality um uh val like just does a double check on the room real quick like maybe i should just grab they mentioned that there was like someone else in this team i should probably grab like one more thing and <laughs> uh you turn and see a very modest looking sword uh it's wrapped in cloth uh along the blade and has like a little leather band around it um, it says the numbers, uh, 572, uh, on a little, like, tag on the end. Uh, and then in parentheses, uh, it says hold by the blade for now. Uh, and you pick it up by, uh, I assume the blade? Yeah. Or would you grab it by the handle? Well, she's, she would, like, lift it by the blade to carry it, right? Okay. So, right. Grabbed by the blade and y'all start scuttling out of this room. That was Bucky and Maggie. Do, 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 and Val. Uh, so Val is leading the charge out of this room now. Um, uh, they mentioned that they want to go back to where they came from. Uh, they mentioned equipment facilities, so Claire uh, is, like, telling you like where to go like we can either we can either take the we can take like the fire skate and go like right up to the monorail and go is it safe uh she turns and looks at uh bucky and maggie that's how we got here it should be safe although the entrance where that we left was getting swarmed by those guys by the golems okay, cool that blows um okay like how bad though like like a wave of golems or are we just talking like a little like a little party I think it was a wave. We'd have to fight our way through. Ha, ah, okay. So maybe that's not a cool idea. Maybe we should go to section A. I I don't have a radio or anything. I kind of was like in a cell for a minute. So I don't like have comms with anyone. But if B is down, we can try uh, A. And it's a hangar. So like maybe we'll like look out and find like a helicopter or something. I don't know if anyone can fly one of those. We but... have a, like we have a car over in, at B. Yeah, but that's also like now with a wave of golems and I don't think we will have a good chance there. Unless like, I mean, like we got one machine gun now, so that's cool. No, you're right. You're so smart, babe. <laughs> it's like, we need, I mean, we need the fucking hard drive. It wouldn't have called out if it wasn't like, important why? to what we need to do. Like, why though? Like, okay, but like, why? Is it? Are you a narc? Are you a narc? Tell me straight. I don't even like do Are you drugs. A are, no, like, are you, are you gonna, are you like, are you like indoctrinated to this place? Are you like SCP for life? Or are you like, you know? I, okay, like, gotta play catch up real quick. I was in a D class cell up until like five minutes ago. So that's like where I'm at right now in life. So. <laughs> oh my God, I was also D class. Yeah, that kind of checks out. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bucky's oh, like, oh, right. 
kind of rude. <laughs> okay, so bitter. like, cause I'm just uh, trying to get the fuck out of here. You know, we don't work with them, but they're our best way to get the fuck out of this goddamn universe. So like, that's that's my thing. And if that hard drive gets me better to getting to, then you know what? I'm willing to take the risk. Uh, Claire turns and looks at Belle. Do any of you know where Site 11 is? Yeah. We're in it. Ah. Okay. Is this, is this 11? That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this is okay. 11. Why? Uh, she's gonna she's gonna pull out a deck of cards and she's gonna pull a card and look at it. Um, here's my question. Leans over to Maggie. Assuming... I think this is like Clifton's thing. I was about to say, God damn it, not another fucking Clifton, bro. <laughs> you got a hybrid. You got, you got a Bucky Clifton. <laughs> I do. No. <laughs> Your options are Bucky, Clifton, All right. Bucky Clifton. <laughs> uh, is your question? That's a fail. Uh. That's that's as much a failure as you can probably get. Uh, what's a, uh, like what a is crit? a crit fail again? Um, ninety nine or a hundred, unless it specifies. Okay, it's Wait, not ninety six to a hundred, unless it specifies. Um, you have to be over fifty for it to be not ninety five to a hundred, right? Yes. To okay. Ninety five. Um, yeah, I got a ninety six, but I'm pretty sure I'm over fifty on divination. Yeah, I'm at yeah, I'm over fifty on divination, so it's not a it's not a crit fail. She just well, like look looks at the card and then just looks kind of confused. Yeah, whatever you were try whatever answer you're trying to look for, it's not in the cards at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are in the threshold of the stairway while everyone's discussing stuff, so uh, I will ask for a spot hidden and listen from you. From As myself? Yeah, like you hear okay. the sound of someone talking the floor below you and also someone screaming. And so you kind of like look over the, your shoulder and try and take a perception right. on it. Spot hidden was an, another 96. Holy shit. Uh, and then the listen is a success. Yes, it is a okay. success. So like you turn and get a little bit of sweat in your eye and you're like, ah, fuck. Uh, so you don't see anything, um, but you hear one calm voice saying like, like nice doggy, chill out, please sit, uh, maybe go to sleep. Um, and the voice is continually screaming for help, but like in no change, it honestly sounds like the same person saying the same things in the exact same tone over and over again. Okay. Uh, sh so she, what? this looks like is that she like looks at, at her card uh and then looks confused and then just sort of like turns her head towards the stairway uh and then she says there was another person with you right yeah i think he's in trouble speaking of right after val is clifton so at least for now you've got the pupper to sit I have to roll some dice. Okay. <laughs> Their ears twitch, and they look straight up at the ceiling and start snarling again. Seems they have a new meaty target in mind. Um. I I will. Uh. So. 
Am I, I? I am correct. These are spiral with nothing in the middle, right? Correct. I will attempt to be like, no puppy, no puppy. Come on, right here. Come on, puppy. And I'm gonna try to duck and you know flip him over down the the shaft if if possible. What Bucky did with the tiger. Fuck yeah. So we are doing a contested check. We are the, so you are making a to com, it's a combat maneuver. So that is a strength oh. check from you. Ah, I can yeah. either dodge or fight back. Uh, unfortunately, there's a, so it's right. strength, not like martial arts. What do you have, martial arts? I do. Okay, if you have martial arts, you will use that instead. Okay. Um, I got a regular success on my end. Um, Since you are the one initiating, you need to just get a regular success to beat that or better. 23, I think I have 60. Uh, I have 54, so I got a 23, yes, better than half. Okay, so uh, this thing tries to snap at you as you go to throw it, um, but you turn its head to the side and fling it uh, down this stairwell. You hear the sound of bone breaking and meat slapping against metal as it like hits a couple of the railings on the way down and tumbles a good, how many floors are below you? You are this one. Head security office, where's that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. If all right, it falls nine stories and hits the ground. And it looks still for a second. And then you watch as one of the ribs kind of like pop a little bit back into place and it just starts to stand back up and. And. Oh, God! <laughs> Clifton actually like gives a little bow and then. In his heart, in his heart of hearts, he actually feels better that it didn't die, that he did not have to kill this thing, Just and then he books it. <laughs> and then he just books it. All right, <laughs> old man, lump up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you will wrap around. Um, at this point, uh, we'll temporarily pull back out of this initiative uh, rotation since the party has gathered back together. Clifton, you get to the top of the stairs and see. Uh, someone with a, with a fucking SMG uh, in the door frame. Uh, you hear Bucky and someone who has like the same speech pattern as Bucky, kind of doing like a mixture of chatting and bickering. Uh, and you see Maggie Claire. with like nine <laughs> bags under their eyes. Uh, well, it's good because I've seen Claire. So I just smile at Bucky and smile at Claire. Have we retrieved the drive? The drive was no. Where- Go ahead. I was going to say, drive is where we came from. Is that the other place? So then we should head there. Yeah, get hard drive, drive the fuck back out of here. Claire. And. Hi. Hello. He he just kind of waves to Val. Uh, This is Clifton. He's like my personal guru. I met him in the Ikea. He saved my life. She nods to Bucky like that makes sense. Uh, and then she'll turn to Clifton and say, can you use a gun? No. Why do I have this? Uh, <laughs> you feel that it'll be most effective in your hands. 
even though you are not training guns. And you also feel that the sword would be only helpful to Clifton. All right. Um, she'll hand the sword to him. Okay. Again, grab it by the case or the sheath or whatever it's in. Still has its little like toe tag that says it's number 572. Uh, hold by the blade for now. Uh, and you also kind of be like, as soon as you grab it, you're like, I feel like if literally anyone else took this sword, they would definitely use it wrong and it would probably fuck the party. <laughs> All right. All right. I mean, let's get back down to the fucking monorail and let's go. No time to waste. I'm assuming the screaming thing was a bad thing, so. <laughs> yes, quite um, unpleasant. So. Yeah. All right, so y'all are going up then? Yep. All right, straight to... Uh, monorail. <sighs> monorail? Once again, monorail. Yeah. Monorail. Completely for based on where we were going from the monorail. 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 Oh, uh, equipment testing. Okay, so y'all run up to the monomomina, and uh, luckily all of the corpses are still where you found them. No zombies. Awesome. Uh, no wave of golems yet. So you uh, can easily get back into the monorail. And Maggie gives us that push forward and it starts to head backwards like it doesn't turn around or anything it just now is traveling the opposite direction towards where y'all had come from the tidal wave of golems and uh the security guards you got um, like 30 seconds of worth of travel like if you wanted to do any talking or planning i definitely am uh tell them like keep an eye out in case it is like a whole sort of of golems, just so we can try to come up with a plan before. Cl Clifton just is nodding at that and we'll watch. Well, I mean, so like based on our data, like, like just killing the shit out of it with like bullets or chopping into like a lot of pieces is the only way to kill it. You know, if you just like shoot it once, it's not going to react. It has to be broken down to the point that it's no longer structurally like sound. Uh, oh my god, a flamethrower would be super helpful right now, or like a, like a, like more of these, as she like gestures to the SMG on, uh, Val's, uh, hip. You know, I don't have time to think about why you said due to our research. Yeah, Bucky is um, also kind of like, what? I don't, I don't have time for that. I'm just gonna pretend that you're not gonna betray me or stab me in the back. Just sure. because I'm more afraid of these golems than I am you. Uh, you don't have to Same. tell us we came out of there. We are, you know, what is it? SCP-69, whatever the fuck, dash one, two, three, and or one, three, and four, or whatever. 69, one, two, three is not a number we're using right now. Uh, they, I don't dare know you make me actually remember what number 69, we are. 6965. I was dash one. Okay. And Clifton would rattle oh. those off kind of under his breath ah uh, oh my god okay okay um yeah all right i don't know how to fight so i'm like not gonna be able to i'm not, not that i don't want to help i just am not bringing anything to the table i fucking look you know what bucky found a way to be useful i'm sure you can too 
Fuck is useful sometimes, okay? Like, I, I get it, but like, come on. Like, he's sort of like, like, the more that she's talking, he's like, what? What? Like, <laughs> I don't think, like, there's like a disconnection happening where he's like, yeah, I'm useful some. Wait, no, like, you went further than that. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> like, every time she, like, continues to talk, like, that's kind of mean. <laughs> the alarm starts to notify Maggie that it is ready to slow down and stop for the sex sector. Any golems, guys? Are we clear? We see. It looks like, for now, there are no golems. There's a new pile of golem bodies where the people were fighting, and there are blood stains on the floor, but no moving golems. It looks like pieces. We went through this building to get in here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Our car is on the other side. Okay. Yeah. Last we knew. Um, it's like, all right, research notes. Uh, where do you know where SCP-2987 is right now? I don't know, but you mentioned the testing facility, so like there, probably. Yeah, I was hoping for somewhere specific. All right. Uh, Specifically, the testing facility. Like okay. for sure, probably. <laughs> it's just you know. Here's a prank gun. Good luck. And Robbie will hand her a prank gun, the extra one. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I it may work. All right. Yeah. You know, aim and shoot, you know, pray. <laughs> aim and shoot not us, please. <laughs> All right. You come to a full stop now. You are in section B again. Same initiative order or are we? Uh, we're out of initiative for now until we see another threat or anything. All right. Uh, different verse or same verse or different verse, same as the first. Just mirror. Here you go. Mirror. Okay, go. <laughs> Again, Clif Clifton is not the most perceptive, so he finds himself somewhere in the middle, or you know, keep keeping everyone together, shepherding. All right. Uh, anyone who wants to makes spot hiddens and listens. Bucky with the mirror gets a bonus die for spot hidden. Ooh. Spot hidden is another, or is a critical success. Ooh, and then okay. listen is exactly what he needed for um, for success. So he's got both. He's doing really good on those this time around. Like I'm proud of that oh, boy. Yeah. Are right, you said we were doing spot lessons? hidden and listen? Spot, spot hidden, hidden and listen. I succeeded okay. my spot hidden. Awesome. I got a half success on listen. I uh, did nice. not pass. Uh, or no, I passed half a success on listen, failed spot hidden. Great. Awesome. So we got a nice little low bounce here. So starting on uh, in Clifton's site, or Bucky's site, um, you scout around, you use the mirrors and confirm there aren't any moving bodies in the monorail area. But you do see that uh, further down the tunnel is uh, someone in a mobile task form uniform slumped sitting uh, in the corner. Uh, and it looks like the armor in their chest has been caved in 
and there is a little bit of movement, like it's still, they're still alive, but they are fucked up. And while you see that, Maggie hears a heavy, it sounds like if you were to wrap leather around a sledgehammer and then hit concrete with it over and over again, very far away, but getting slightly louder at each, each slam. Uh, from which direction? Or can I tell? Uh, you, you can tell it's coming from the, uh, the, uh, the hallway or the monorail tunnel, um, where Bucky had seen the thing that you don't see. Oh, so you're both okay. looking in the same direction, at least. Yeah. It's, and so, down at a low whisper, almost, like, falling back into routine of back in the Ikea days, of, uh, under a breath being like, I hear something fucking heavy as shit down that down that hallway. That would explain the guy. You said it was getting closer, right? Sounds like it. Uh, it definitely sounds like it's getting closer to us. But do we know where the do we know the hard drive is? Is it away from the thing? Loud sounds not good. Well, you're both, uh, both of your perceptions are looking down the monorail tunnel and yeah, you know yeah. that like you're in the correct spot right now. So it'd be to the door into the, uh, like the floor. We should go. So yeah, we get we away, away from the sound to go where we want to go. It would be perpendicular yeah. to the sound. Ah, okay. Perpendicular. Yeah. Got it. It's like, yeah, we got to just fucking just go as fast as we it. can. Yeah. Still careful though. We don't want to get ambushed. Okay. And we go. Y'all go. Um, and you get to equipment testing facilities, and there are large warehouse-like rooms, a lot more open than uh, the other rooms. Maggie, you recognize it's kind of like the same place you were testing. Uh, Mikey, the helpful robot. Um, and as you like walk from door to door, looking into the windows, you eventually get to one room that has just like a, like a Windows 95 computer sitting on a desk with a, a little external hard drive plugged into it. There's no ethernet cable connecting anywhere, no wireless dongle. So it's like offline. Um, but you do see, uh, your hard drive sitting, uh, on the desk. Awesome. Um... It's, I fly over uh, to the group and I'm like, got it, found it. Um, and it's inside the room you said? Yeah. Or is it just, yeah, okay. Um, I'm gonna see if I can pop it open or get it open and go for the hard drive. All right. Um, does anyone have skills with locksmith? Cause this door, uh, is locked. There is a key card on the side, uh, otherwise. Key card. Uh, Val walks up and slides a card that they have. Uh, seems both of these people that you met earlier, uh, have a lot of SEP items, uh, and knowledge, <laughs> uh, and the door <laughs> opens, and then, like, a light automatically turns on and lights up the room better, and you can easily go in. All right, um... I, there's no reason for me to believe that I need to use this at this moment, right? I could just yank this and go. 
yeah, like in terms of everything that's going on, it'd probably be smarter to not like try and figure out this hard drive right now. Okay, yeah. So I just disconnect the thing and I'm like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, pocket. Uh, so then question, given two directional options, going back to the monorail area and taking the hallway and stairs to your car from that direction, or go further into section B to take the main stairs up, which is unexplored. Hmm. How long has it been? How long did we take to get through here? Well, luckily, since you didn't have to pick locks or anything, um, it only took y'all like a minute or two to find the hard drive. Uh, it only walked about like a hundred feet uh, into the hallway. So you can like still turn and see like the light coming from the monorail uh, doorway. How long, if we like booked it, do you think we get, like how long do you think it would take us to get up there? From so we'll which, you know, like booking it back into the like emergency to the stairs or? Yeah, to go to the car, the fastest way. Uh, well, since you've never gone to the car from the other way, you can't really uh, guesstimate how long it would take that way but at least like where you came from, you know, it only took y'all like 30 seconds to get out of your car, walk down a set of stairs and through a door, seeing a bunch of people shooting at a golem. I know. And we know <laughs> these things are fast, right? From Ikea. Oh, it's yeah, sorry, you know, at least they can run as fast as a human being can run. That's not what Bucky's worried about. Cause he saw a dude that looked like they had gotten fucked up. We'd seen what like fist sigh, like fist shaped indentations in cement. If that's what the if that's what you heard, I I'd fucking hedge our bets going to a place we've never been where a large leather sounding thing is not going to be coming from. Yeah. That's but like that's Bucky's take on that is just right. like yeah. got like one vote left, one vote right. <laughs> Dodge the or Clifton slash. and Valet. Um, Bell like... Bell pulls a card. Perfect. Yay. Clifton's like, oh my god, finally, someone I can talk to about this. <laughs> I know. He's, he's, he's like, what? Total focus. Uh, I think I'm going to spend the luck to push this to a success. Alright, uh, give me the question. Uh, um, if we go back the way that we came, will we escape unmolested? <laughs> no. I'm glad you didn't ask if you would die, because I wouldn't be able to answer that. <laughs> Dice I, rolls? I, I'm trying to be very uh, fair <laughs> on these questions. But yes, you do feel that the answer is there's no unscathed way to pass that way. If I go back the way we came, will I ever find love? <laughs> Maybe someday. <laughs> Try again next time. You're also allowed to elaborate as much or as little as you wish. Okay. You can so say then, yes or no, but you can also say, like, and also. Yeah, you you feel that, you feel that regardless of the choice you make, you're not getting out of here untouched. Hmm. Either way we go, there's going to be a fight. And she says this with a 
uncanny certainty in her eyes. So, devil we know or devil we don't know? No. We don't know either of them! Does... Well, we know Leather Sledge crushes bodies. We don't know if it's a siren or a magic beast or, you know, things with lines of eyes and spikes on their back. Captain, does your clairvoyance only work on people? Where you no. can see around? I can ask the universe questions. Don't feel like the time on the decision making exactly. is limited, though. Yeah, exactly. Go to the place we haven't known because has gotten to the point that everyone can faintly hear it. Look, if it's the other thing and it can punch really hard, even if we get to the car, if one of us doesn't make it and then he, they, whatever, gets to said car and then breaks down the vehicle, we're all fucked. Be done. Yeah. So, which way are we going? Unknown. No. Into the great unknown. Into Avoid the, the leather sledge. All right, so the group turns and starts to uh, run down the hallway as some sort of very large mass of body like peers into the doorframe, like completely eclipsing it, whatever it is. But it looks like, fortunately, it cannot fit through the doorway. And as the party runs, uh, Further into the building, the camera turns to another one of the equipment testing facility rooms and uh, a little fourth wall break. There is a TV in there with a VCR and it turns on and a colorful looking clown like, like a bozo's Saturday morning TV show goes, Hi! It seems like they've made one hell of a decision! What happens next? We'll find out! <laughs> That is where tonight's session will come to an end. Media, thank you so much for running this game. Oh my god, this has been an absolute delight. But I always have a, I always have a great time whenever you're on the channel. Where can we find you? What do you do? Oh, all you lovelies. My name is Media Flare. I am a voice actor and streamer. You can find me here two days of the week uh, as characters. You can also follow me on. Uh, Twitter or Twitch at MediaFlare. I have a few projects that I am working on to get my own streaming stuff up. Otherwise, you can see me in a couple of games. If you're looking for someone to voice something in uh, one of your projects, or if you're looking for another person at table, DMs are open. DanaeKeener.com. And PB. Uh, hi, I'm PB. You can find me at PB Plays Inside anywhere. I'm most active on Twitter and Twitch. You can find me here on Thursdays playing this amazing, awesome game. Uh, you can find me on my own channel uh, randomly throughout the week when I'm not on another show playing things such as Destiny 2 and other variety, other varieties of games, um, mostly with my friend Leon. And on Saturdays, um, you can find me over at twitch.tv slash praxagorathesmophoria. One day, one day I'll get that one right. You got it um, last time. True, 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 true. Um, playing a high-level D&D campaign. We finally had all our character introductions. And this week will be our first week all together playing a... Uh, figuring out why we're going to this king's coronation when the king's not dead? At least as far as we know. So we'll find out what's happening and why all, 
all of us at level 14 have to get together and come out of retirement. And that's where you can find me. And if, this is you, and if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the indoor adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. We do shows like this on Monday, Thursday, and Sunday. Currently at 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're hoping to bump that back down to 5.30 in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but that's really uh, all determinant on the new job that I have lined up. So. Again, currently 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. This is your first time joining us, and you liked it. You can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on the, all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are being made available for free. And speaking of things that are being made available... Bleh. Speaking of things that are being made available for free, we are going to be going into our after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from you guys. So like Media said, hey, if you got questions for us, the links in the uh, in the Twitch chat or in the description of this video or audio cast down below. But that's me, GB. Where can we find you? What do you do? Graybeard at Graybeard's Tavern. You can find me everywhere at Graybeard Tavern. Um, Twitch, Twitter, blah, 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 so on and so forth. Uh, you want to come hang out on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday morning, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We are still playing Wildermyth. We're going to play every everything. We just finished the uh, Sunwalker storyline. It was gigantor and emotional and half the party died and the party are people sometimes in the audience and hang out with us and it's a good time, and I play with a lot of toys. Uh, what toys do we want to play with? Well, I got a samurai sword, and uh, you know, cro crossbows, and and everything else, and uh, you know, so hang out with us. Other than that, catch me here on Thursdays. And if you need uh, someone for a charity stream or a one shot, give me a DM. I'm always willing to try something new. That's it for me, GB. Hey everybody, I'm Wings, also known as Danae Keener. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings, mostly related to D&D &D and a lot of things on this channel. Uh, you can also find me at Danae Keener on Twitter. I'm going to be doing some fun stuff. I uh, did a fun drawing of Corey. That's part of a larger project that's going to uh, be released in soonish time. But yeah, go to DanaeKeener.com to go get a look at that. Uh, and thank you very much. All right, and with that, that is the end of our show. But again, we are going to be heading off to that after show. So before we head out, I'd like to say first and foremost, thank you to everybody who decided to stop by. Media, thank you so much for putting on this game. I am having an absolute blast. And thank you to all these players for putting up with our bullshit once again this week.